This week, we learn what pigs and six-year-olds have in common, and white people get angry at white people for saying white people are okay. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Phil Causey, and with me, as always, is Mr. Casual Sunday himself, the doctor and reverend Sandeep Sen. Uh, that's right. Did we talk about this last week, how I'm a yes. ordained minister? Yes, you are you're officially an ordained minister of the Universal Church or something like that? Uh, the Universal Life Church, I'll have you know. <laughs> you so, know, that's a real slur against our people. You know, who's, who's your people in this The Universal context? Life Church people who belong to that religion. Okay. I, I don't call realize. your I don't call your religion. What are you, Roman? Uh, yeah, that one. That one. You, what, you, you can Roman say Catholic? the second word. Yeah, I, I was Catholic. Oh. I mean, I was raised Catholic. Um, I don't like do it really that much anymore. But you know, confirmed Catholic. You know, I did the I I went through CCD, which is like the Catholic Sunday School, and then I did uh the confirmation, which is like the Catholic version of a bar mitzvah, yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's like when you're 13, you'd like, oh, you're in the church now. It's that kind of thing. That third voice you hear today is a good friend of ours. And as you, uh, as I just sort of implied, Jewish person. I am. Yeah, that's right. Shavuot Shalom or something. Uh, anyway, Sandeep, I, I want to say one thing. Uh, I, I am not a morning person. And you know that about me. But today, I was to, it was to the extreme. I Have you ever gotten up like several hours earlier than you normally get up? Yeah, just to be somewhere. Today I got up at six thirty in the morning, which is about, and I'm not kidding, about five hours earlier than I usually wake up. I work second shift at work and do stand up comedy, so I'm up usually really late. Uh, and what time was, did you go to bed? Um, like pretty early. And luckily last night was we're recording this uh, daylight savings time ending, so we got an extra hour. I went to bed around ten or eleven, and okay. I uh, drank some tea. I fell asleep. It was okay, but like I'm so like delusionally tired right now. I'm. Hopefully I can make it through the episode with you. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to do my best. I'm here for you and all 15 of our listeners. Well, you've been through a harrowing uh, day, Phil, of, um, you know, getting up after getting seven or eight hours of sleep. You know, yeah. It's <laughs> and just, that must have lot. been very rough. Yeah, that's a lot of sleep. <laughs> well, it was, it was probably... A you went to sleep at 10 or 11, and it was daylight savings time. I just want to do the math. <laughs> Let's do the math, everyone. Okay? Well, here's everyone, I, I, everyone I following along I at home. I didn't fall asleep probably about one, though, because I, I I just laid there in my bed. Because, like, my body is not used to going to sleep till seriously about three. So Okay. So you, you went to bed was, at one. You, was, slept, you slept like, at I one. took a sleepy tea, and it forced me to bed, and I woke mm. up. Went, like, I tossed and turned. It wasn't like a okay. solid eight hours. It's probably a cumulative five and a half. Okay. Throughout okay. the course of the night, it wasn't That's terrible, worse. but I, you know, I've had better. That's all I'm saying. I've had better, and I, and, and you, um, I, I know you sometimes have sleep issues. Got to drink the chamomile, and, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, Matt, but I know you and I have talked about this off uh, off air. You're uh, you, you like to do do you have a lot of sleep. I, I have major sleep issues. I'm on yeah. a lot of medicine. I do not sleep well. I uh, I'm on Ambien regularly. Um, I used to never don't take be it tweeting on, on Ambien. It's not good. I used to never take it on weekends. <laughs> But I haven't been sleeping on weekends well anymore. It's been ruining my day, and so I started wow. taking it on weekends. But this week I had a this past week I was out of Ambien, so I tried a different regimen, which I do not recommend: uh, Zquil and Xanax before bed. <laughs> that and, sounds um, like a good time to me. Why did you have to combine the Zquil and Xanax? Because I not just take Xanax. Uh, I feel like I don't know. I should do that, shouldn't I? I was I wanted, no, yes, I wanted you shouldn't. It to, I wanted it to make sure and. Um, well, why did you? Why was the assumption that Xanax is is less powerful than Ambien? Well, Xanax is not really a sleep aid. 
is just to calm you down. Ambien Zan- is a less powerful version of Xanax. <laughs> wait, wait Ambien is less powerful? Wait, yeah, Xanax it's, it's is- more tailored for sleep, so it doesn't affect your whole brain. Whereas oh, man. Xanax kind of affects your whole well, brain. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I heard I almost accidentally killed myself. So uh, Yes. <laughs> yeah, so just Xanax from now on. There, See, I'm glad I came here, You guys got to try Dream Water. It's like this, it's really good. This podcast is you not brought to you by Dream Water. Which you I told me about the Dream Water. It's like the opposite of a five-hour energy. Anyone getting health advice from this podcast, please do not listen to a goddamn thing anyone says on here. Please. Oh, do not yeah. do what now, I do. Now, Phil, Phil go, up, go ahead and tell them about some Dream Water is wonderful. <laughs> it's water. like liquid melatonin, and like a third of it will knock you right on your ass. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. But let's talk about... Matt Fishman uh, <laughs> when he's when he's awake and not sleeping. Yeah. Matt, as we said, comic, good friend of mine, good friend of uh, everyone's, and he he hosts a wonderful show right now called QED Presents. You're no. one of the hosts. <laughs> you don't host that anymore? Oh fuck! I thought no, you were one of the hosts. I host uh, Laughter Hours. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. I had oh, you host Laughter Hours. Yeah, I'm the Laughter. Well, there's it's, three people. There's three of us. Oh, one, you guys I knew it was me. one of the Thank main. You yes, you're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't host that three. week. Yeah, one okay. of the three. Oh, that's how we got in. Like, I didn't host that week. <laughs> QD <laughs> Presents is the house show that's, at QED, Oh, it's the house so show. I'm uninvolved with that. So yeah. Like, yeah. But, yo, uh, that's cool. <laughs> so, it, so it's QD Presents Laughter Hours, right? That'd be the right way to say that? just Laughter Hours. Just Laughter Hours. Okay, I was trying to make a, you know, I was trying to retcon that, but it failed. So Laughter Hours, that's the Saturday night show. If you're in New York City, great show uh i see i look at the lineups there and uh you know it's they're pretty good right. I, I reckon, I mean, it's probably the best show in astoria if you don't feel like going into the village you if you want to don't want to leave your borough here in queens definitely go to qed and love that place also you host a new podcast uh called micro dosing micro dosing micro dosing with uh with paulie and the fish uh me myself and uh, another comic named paul dagliolo yes who is a very nice guy we actually it's so funny we have so many episodes just laying around and we they just put out haven't <laughs> released and we have a really good one from February that we haven't released. And, I'm like, and I listen to it. I crack up. And I'm like, Paul, let's release it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll get on that. And then we just kind of, I don't know, fall asleep or something. <laughs> we have it, it's so, so we have like, I think, four episodes. What's it about? Okay, so microdosing. Everyone thinks about drugs. No, although it's a good assumption. Dumb name, I guess. Uh, yeah. In um, we only <laughs> we talk about, about top. We have a, a fishbowl in the middle. Technically, it's a mug. His college, a mug from his college with different topics. We only talk about the topics riffing them for about two or three minutes before moving on to a next topic. We pick out random. So it keeps going. It's rapid fire. So it's like picking names out of the bucket, but you're picking topics. Yeah. So it's like, what's this one about bowling? We're just like riffing and shit. Who and, puts uh, the oh, topics in there? Uh, we ask uh, comics and friends and family to do it. And um, I'm going to make sure that they're that, duds. We just throw them away. I'm going to make sure that that psychedelic drugs get into the bucket. So you have to actually be meta and talk about microdosing on microdosing. We had a, we had a, you guys know Jake Vevra. You're very familiar course, with him. Yes. He, he was on the a show guest several times. He late. First thing he said, he's yeah. like. This is so dumb that you're called microdosing. It's not about drugs. Like, what is this? Because that's like having a, a, micro, like a podcast called Getting Drunk. It's like, oh, it's not about getting drunk at all. It's just yeah. about it's talking. About knitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all a false advertising. <laughs> like, we understand. We get it. All right. So, yeah, if you want to hear, uh, we haven't had Paul on the show yet. We, I want to have Paul on. Paul's also a good friend of mine. Paul is someone who uh, I haven't microdosed with, but, uh, you know. If he ever if he ever invited me, uh, he does. I, would, I don't. I would does. not say no. Yeah, I, I I know you don't. Um, anything else going on creatively in the world of Matt Fishman right now, other than the uh, laughter hours and microdosing? Uh, that's it. You know, I, st- I used to host the QED Wednesday mic, and that's that, oh, I, the I, open uh, mics. I stepped yes. down from yes. that, and uh, I was too tired because it's very it was very late. And yes, uh, I was getting angry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after you, two years, you needed your Ambien. Yeah, you needed your Ambien. It was during when I decided to step down. Was a time when the Ambien wasn't quite working anymore and it was very <laughs> rough to be there and uh it was very very tired and end of a long day and so yeah so it's, it's pretty much laughter hours 
I microdosing yeah. in my home bases, and then I'm on like random shows wherever. Yeah, so definitely, yeah. definitely check that out. Um, you guys ready to hop into some outrage? Let's do it. All, All right. right. So, um, speaking of, of crashing, talking about crashing tonight. This topic has to do with crash test dummies, sort of. Well done. You know, I got to say, on a 10 scale of, of segues we've done on the show, that one's like a six and a half. We've had better. <laughs> we've had worse. Okay, we've had worse. All right. Uh, this story comes to us from China. And China does not get on the board very often here on the show because their media is sort of separate from the rest of the world. You know, it's, it's a little more, more government controlled. So not a lot of stuff gets out of China. Not, like, and they have their own social media, a lot of their own media. But this story did make it out. Uh, and this has to do with, as I mentioned a second ago, crash tests, where there was a, some outrage sparked when a, a report, or I guess some research was released in the, and I, I'm so happy that this exists, in the International Journal of Crashworthiness. Oh. <laughs> but I just love the fact that that exists. The IJC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so in China, apparently they, they still use live pigs in crash tests, which I know, man, I know. Cause here's the thing. This story, when I picked this story, I thought it was going to be kind of funny because the visual of like, of, of like a pig, like, like it's kind of funny because it's like yeah. sitting up like a human. As a Jew, are you less sensitive to this because you guys find pigs dirty, thus don't no. eat them? Or are you more sensitive because you guys don't Wait, want I thought it was, I thought it was Muslims that find the pigs dirty. They don't eat pigs, right? But don't Jews also not eat pigs? I don't. I don't know. Yes, you don't eat bacon, dude. Can I? No, let I me I tell you about your people. I don't. I don't know. No, well, I know, but wow, like in wow. general, not even ten minutes in, we're already uh, I, I generalizing think, I, I, other I races. Think it has to do with uh, fuck. I don't know. And uh, it's something. I think that you can't mix milk and meat or dairy and meat. Yes, that, that was too. The one. Oh, but we don't eat pigs either. Yes, you don't eat pigs. Come on, man. Shoot, I, I thought I was call, it, your, it, it, call it, your rabbi. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. If I belong to a temple, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just didn't use flour and stuff. Anyway, so back to use flour. <laughs> Isn't that the, the whole thing? With no, that okay. That's that, gluten that, free. I, that I know what you're talking about. Yes, came, and that's for just one holiday. That's Passover. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Wait, is it pass? That's Passover. Hey, you know what? I, as a non-Jew, I'd say that, you know... I, and even that, I'm 50-50, I think. That's what, <laughs> Passover only. Because it's like the, the the slaves didn't have yeast or something. And uh, like they to honor made, them... They, made, yeah, bread. they make yeah. their bread without rice. Without yeah. it. I never have matzah. It's still... terrible. Oh, it's awful stuff. No, but, I've never had it. No, I've that's, never... That's, why I'm not, that's why I don't really follow the religion. Well, that's what Hitler's real problem <laughs> You're was. You're like, I he... need real bread. I can't... I can't. <laughs> he was the real flour fan. Yeah. No flour? It's the reason him. So uh, the outrage in China is uh, from animal rights people because they're they're upset. Uh, animal rights people in general, and also PETA, of course. And and I, d- I just want to say that PETA, we've we've disagreed with you on some stuff and agreed with you on others. But I feel like if you guys would open and, and you'd showcase stories like this, more people will be on board with your stuff because this is like kind of some weird shit. Because I, I really thought this story was going to be funny, but then I read into it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is totally fucked up. So this is what they, what they do. The, 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 the uh, car crash test researchers, they take a bunch of pigs that are aged between 70 and 80 days, which they claim is the equivalent anatomically to a six-year-old human. Oh, <laughs> and they strap it into a car seat, and then they crash into a wall 30 miles an hour. Okay, it, 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 like I, I, you're you're a doctor, Sandeep. Do, do you 
Can you speak to that? Do you feel as if there are anatomical similarities between 80-day-old pigs and six-year-old human children? You know, uh, unfortunately, when that unit uh, was covered in medical school, I was, I was sick. Uh, I, oh, you I, are. I, I missed that day of class where they went over every animal and <laughs> covered the, uh, the six-year-old, the equivalent for a human. Um, it was actually it was a whole chapter, and uh, I just kind of, I, I kind of phoned it in. I, uh, I used the cliff notes. I didn't, I didn't read the thing, and then I forgot. So uh, I can't help you there. Okay. So the whole idea is they're claiming that it helps them develop uh, children's safety seatbelts and, and things in cars. Uh, and there was a recent study, as I mentioned, the International Journal of Crashworthiness, where there was a study of 15 different pigs. They did 30-mile-an-hour tests, and they tested out three different kinds of seatbelts, and their seatbelt prototypes must not be good because seven of the pigs died on impact, and the other eight were critically injured. <gasps> well, so it was good they learned that, I guess, from the pigs. Do you think after the accident... Well, uh, okay, Zondeep, we're going to get to that in a second. What were we saying, man? After the accident, you think they go to they go, that'll do, pig, that'll do. <laughs> and they're laying there dying. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. Uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> that's all, folks. Here's the thing. Yes, I, I guess it's better to do it with pigs and humans, but like, and, and this is one of the quotes, actually, that, uh, that PETA said. I'm paraphrasing here. They said, like, look, it's the 21st century. We have crash test dummies and we have VR. Like, why why are you guys doing this? And I, again, I don't agree with that organization on everything, but I, I, I'm going to tip my hand early. I'm going legit outrage on this one. I'm going I'm to have to because it... This just seems so ridiculous to me. Does it seem just absurd to you? Like, taking a fucking pig? The, 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 I mean, yeah, they claim there's anatomical similarities. I mean, maybe in weight, I guess. But there's no fucking way that it actually equates to a human. Like, I feel like they're not getting good data off this. I'm, I'm just assuming that it's much cheaper to crash this to pig than to it create to a be. dummy and yeah. to do, like, a lot of VR and to... Like, have, I think they probably... Um, in America, they probably just have sensors, dummies with a lot of sensors and a yeah. lot of, like wired up and stuff and so it's probably much easier to just do a pig i mean i'm assuming that's why they do it yeah and uh as far as the rh you know it's always i find it always so difficult to to do this stuff because while we eat pigs and how many pigs are slaughtered and raised to be slaughtered um and they don't have to be i mean we just do it for taste which is kind of a frivolous reason uh when they don't have to be and so then it's always hard to say, well, how dare this happen? And then we just like, you know, this happened to 15 pigs when I think million, like hundreds of millions of pigs are slaughtered every year for, for food. So, so you, let me push back on that a little bit. Here's the thing is that, yes, people eat meat. I eat meat, although I don't, I'm not a big ham or pork fan. So maybe, you know, maybe I'm in the clear when it comes to this. Other animals do get slaughtered. No, because pigs aren't okay. inherently superior to cows or chickens or yeah. anything. So. Well, the thing is, though, is that. When you order a steak at a restaurant, yes, there was a, a cow that got slaughtered, but like you're not actively hurting. You you're not going to the back and like taking a mallet to the cow's fucking face. Whereas, but someone in, in, this, is. in this case, these people are like actively hurting animals, and it's not for nourishment reasons. It's for research. It's not like I, I kind of understand the food chain and killing animals to eat them, but I I honestly don't grasp a concept of trying to compare them to fucking humans at a crash test. It just seems <gasps> silly to me. I I love how you downplay using it for research by just changing it, their inflection as if yeah. I mean one your one meal is is very unimportant, I think. 
someone's one meal to just kill a pig. Yeah, exactly. And for research that is being used to like make cars safer. One could argue that that's more of a worthy um, reason to use. And, you know, in the article they say over and over again that they don't need to do this and it's not... Well, there are better ways to crash test. Like, right. Yeah, but like, I, I would like to like, know... Yeah, they should use all their prisoners that they have in China. All uh, the people who are in radio education camps. Actually, I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> Actually, these aren't people in pig costumes and this is their way of covering it. I mean, in the that's article, consp- that's the best conspiracy theory on the show we've had yet. I think. Yeah. Well, Peter says it's not necessary, but like, I wonder if it's totally not necessary. I don't think they would do it. I'm, I'm assuming there is a reason that they're choosing the pigs, over, and it's not something. I don't want to just to believe that it's completely frivolous. Like, well, no, the crash test dummies work, but we just want to use pigs because fuck them. Like, I don't think that's what the Chinese scientists are going to say. Mm. Well, I think your reason, the the cost reason, is probably the best one. But no, but I made that up. I don't know what the real reason is. It's it's plausible, though. That's the thing. It's very plausible. So the result of this outrage, so far, nothing. So far, there's no new regulations, and the companies didn't step down or apologize. So it looks like they're still going to be doing it. And one thing that they did mention in here that I learned from this, which I thought was kind of unsettling, was that this only became illegal in the U.S., like, in 1993, which that doesn't seem like that long ago for something that ridiculous, no. doesn't it? No, they used to do that here? Apparently, up until the early 90s, they, they do crash tests with pigs. So it just sounds like China is just behind the times. But we still also like experiment on animals for like for medicines and stuff. And, you know, we're, we're not good to animals in our society. Yeah. No, we I, do, I definitely we, you do. You, we do use them under the thing that, well, animals are less valuable than humans. And we do a lot of stuff to them. Yeah, so this is one of those like ones again. Again, I started reading this. I saw the the headline. I thought this is going to be kind of like a funny story, and then I started reading it. I'm like, oh god, this is gruesome. And like, by the way, if you're like squeamish, don't look up this story because there's like pictures on there of like these pigs that are like literally tied into the the fucking safety uh, chair testing. Yeah, and then their hooves are tied with ropes to the sides of the car. So it's like they they there's they're completely estranged. It's I'm looking it's it up pretty again awful. just for kicks. Okay. I'm looking at the picture again. He's right a little. Now. Matt's a little masochist here. So, Sonny, it sounds Ooh. like you and I disagree on this one. It sounds like no. I I don't know. I I mean, it's just this is always such a hard topic. I don't think yeah, we should be is. we should be outraged purely on emotional for emotional reasons when the under logic underlying it is completely um completely doesn't add up. And we kill so many pigs. And so I don't I don't like that. I think this is just an emotional story and we're going to not really we're just going to act like the slaughter of pigs doesn't happen on a mass scale way worse than this all the time. Yeah. Um, on the other end, I mean, you know, you want to minimize as much as you can any suffering. So if they can, if they kind of it's a hard I mean, if they can avoid it. They should. Um, I don't. I don't think the outrage is fake. I think it's real outrage. I think the the people are coming from a good place and they're not. They might not be making a mountain out of molehill because they're trying to lower the suffering as much as they can. Here's the and thing. The, yeah. 15 pigs used in crash tests. That's 15 less pigs that could have gone to the slaughterhouse and made it to my Thanksgiving table. Yes. I'm you, just saying. You eat, you eat pigs on Thanksgiving instead of a turkey? Well, you, you both, don't you? You turkey, you have ham, you have mashed potatoes. Uh, just the turkey. Don't stuffing. say you. I don't, I don't, Cranberry I'm, sauce. Wait. I'm not white, so I don't. No, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait we wait, don't wait, have wait, anything. Wait, wait. Thanksgiving is not a white holiday. Thanksgiving is like an American holiday. It's a general, everyone does it. Well, it's generally a not vegetarian holiday. <laughs> you're, not, you're not vegetarian, are you? I'm not, but my, fam- <laughs> my family mainly is, so I never have gotten like a, we never may have a Thanksgiving spread, really. Are you one of those really. fucking families that does the tofurkey? We have we've done that, but oh. otherwise it's just like enchiladas. 
Sometimes we'll go to someone's house who has like who has like everything at, for like the vegetarian. Oh, and so you do on Thanksgiving what Jewish people do on Christmas? You like go to the movies and get Chinese food and shit. You don't care. Yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> that to pay for we us. did, by the yeah. way. That's re- I mean, I'm not oh. very. Ju- we did do that. Well, and you know what's funny? I have so this we're gonna go legit outrage in this one, right, fellas? I'm assuming. Oh, uh, no, it's, it's very outrageous. Okay, so those I pictures are barely are legit outrageous. I have, I'll go I have so many Jewish friends who are like, dude, Christmas is like my favorite holiday because all we do is like, because there's no religious obligation for Jewish people. They're like, no. yeah, dude, we just get shit faced and watch movies. It's amazing. I uh, it, it's, my, my, it's my a real thing. We went to a diner one Christmas. Uh, we yeah. got Chinese food. And yeah, I took a picture and put them like, where's so like got a lot of likes. I'm like, this is very stereotypical. But I finally celebrated Christmas. My girlfriend mm. is a Christian. Christmas is so good. Isn't that a good time? It's, it's so much better oh, hell than, yeah. than anything we have. And it's she's like kind of rich, so it's like from Connecticut, so it's like upper class Connecticut Christmas, real waspy, you know? Yeah, and they, they know how to friggin' sell Shoreline Connecticut. How do they feel about you being a, a Jew? They don't care. Well it's it's they're they're, they're biracial. <laughs> I I said wasp for some wow. reason, even though her dad's black. Wow, so they're pretty right liberal. Question. They're pretty liberal. The mom married a uh, a black fella. You know, so, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. So that, yeah. that, that's a lot of woke points in that family. A Jew yeah, and a black guy. I date a, I date a, a biracial woman. Oh, wow. that's <laughs> So spe- speaking of waspy white people in New England, Sandeep, are you ready to get into the next story? Yes, and that's that was an eight and a half. That was that was Very fucking good awesome. Uh, yeah. This story comes to us from Newton, Massachusetts. Yep. Where someone hung a large white banner uh, overhanging a highway, saying it's okay to be white. <laughs> So <laughs> sorry. This is this. It's silly. It's silly to me. It is. And Sean Roach. I don't know why exactly the story was written, but Sean Roach, who's driving with his daughter, got out of the car and tore the sign down Good. before police could arrive. And then he like kind of like posted on Twitter, like, "Look what I did!" And this is a terrible sign. And he uh, then he was interviewed and he said, "It's a statement that being white is under attack right now, and it's just not true." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, he it's said, gotta... being white is such an advantage in this society. To suggest otherwise is just straight up <laughs> racism. Uh, it's important people not to be persuaded or attracted to a message like this because behind the words is bigotry and behind the words is hate. And so, um, uh, and so uh, who agreed with him was Robert Treston, the executive director of the Anti-Defamation League's Boston office, who said, it's pretty disappointing to see people in Massachusetts using a platform like that to disseminate a message that excludes people and targets people. Yeah, and I just want to add for context to this for those of you who, who don't aren't familiar with the layoff Massachusetts. Newton Mass is like a suburb right near Boston. And uh, I looked up the demographics a second ago. It's a seventy nine point six percent white, only two point five percent African American, twelve percent Asian. Nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, yeah, and you are counted, I guess, technically in Asian. Yeah, even though you're oh, you are. South That's how. Okay, Asian. Oh, yeah, Indian. Right. When There's, they do bother to break, I mean, when everyone says Asian, they really mean you know like the Chinese, Chinese, or yeah. Uh, so I look but at we are change. that you do have to break. You have to if, if they're if not broken down to East Indian and there isn't that then we are lumped into Asia because we are India's tech. Yeah, there's a Asia. lot. There's a lot of your your people up there in Boston, by the way. There's a lot of doctors and very educated folks up there. But yeah, so this is uh this is Massachusetts at its finest, is it not, fellas? <laughs> this, is, this is actually okay. people think uh, Massachusetts is a very liberal center of America, but that's like just Boston. Yeah, and uh, a lot of neighborhoods are pretty. Massachusetts is, is a blue state policy wise, but no, they're 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 definitely. I grew up just south of Worcester. Huh. They uh, yeah, they're they're pretty racist up there. Yeah. It's it is a thing. I went to a concert there a couple years ago, and I forgot after living in New York for so long. Like when you show up at a heavy metal concert, it is all just dudes in like camouflage and like I, I might have even seen a couple of like MAGA hats. Like it was weird. It was. It was kind of jarring. You that's know another, I mean? another that's one Massachusetts. That I when I went upstate, another th- you have the MAGA hats. They really love their Blue Lives Matter flags. 
That's the ever see the Blue Lives mm-hmm. Matter Punisher skull. That's the yes. new thing that they put on. It's like what are you? What message are you trying to convey? The cops should be killing these criminals on the street in cold blood. And uh, you see a lot of that in like very liberal, like New York's a very liberal state. Go to northernmost part of Westchester. You'll see Blue Lives Matter Punisher skulls everywhere. Like, oh, we're, yeah. just, we're just saying we like the cops. I'm like, and but what do you want the cops to do? Murder the criminal like straight up without a yeah. trial? That's the new thing. And what's uh, a Punisher skull? I don't. What, what's the, the you know the Punisher? Uh, the guy. I don't. That, I don't understand he doesn't those do two comic words books or anything. Together. In the he, comic book, the yeah. Punisher is a guy who just straight up took a machine gun and he just kills the criminals in cold blood. He's not supposed to be a hero. He's actually. The creator of the Punisher spoke out about this, and the cops, a lot of Blue Lives Matter people, are now selling, you know, the Blue Lives Matter flag. The, th- the it's the black flag with a thin blue line, but in the shape of a Punisher skull. And I've seen a lot of cop cars with these. Decals. So the Punisher, the superhero in the cop, cop he's actually an antihero, an like, antihero yeah. in the comic book, and yeah. he wears a skull. His his logo, his like, oh, you know, lo- you always oh, have like an insignia. A it's a skull. I got it. And okay. so the uh, and he just murders criminals with a gun without trial. And he's very much a villain to like Spider-Man, a daredevil. But even though he's like, oh, he's also an anti-hero because he is. But if cops are showing a Punisher skull, what message are you conveying that? And in Kentucky, this is totally off topic, and I apologize. In Kentucky, the department paid for their cars for the, the entire hood to have this town in Kentucky, the Punisher skull with the Blue Lives Matter. If oh. I saw that thing pull out, I'm like, the death squad's here. I'd be so wow. scared. Like, put your hands yeah. up. It's like, no, because you're just going to shoot me. And they, someone is- complained. Yeah, as good. they should. Anyway, back to the yeah, sorry. The, the the it being okay to be white. Uh, <laughs> okay, to be white okay so let's. There is a background here, which I learned from the story, which I had no idea, but I'm sure maybe other people have heard of it. So there is an "It's Okay to Be White" campaign that was started in 2017. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, as a trolling <laughs> campaign on 4chan. Mm-hmm. Oh the, no, that checks out. Yes, and so the people put this slogan in. So it was like like as a message board. And people would like write the slogan and put it in public places like telephone poles or, you know, and then they'd take pictures of it. And the point of the campaign was to wait for, quote, liberals, unquote, to be angry at the signs, demand they be taken down, proving that liberals feel it's not OK to be white. And indeed, it got some uh-huh. buzz. So Tucker Carlson uh, started talking about it on his program. Of course he did. It even made it to the Australian Senate where they voted on a resolution that it is indeed okay to be white because then people are like, whoa, it's not okay to be white. And then they're like, the white people made them vote on a resolution, and which didn't pass because then you're like supporting this thing that's some white supremacists like support this movement. Apparently that slogan, it's okay to be white, was sung like it would be in like white supremacist group songs from like early 2000s. So that's a little background on it. It's like the okay symbol. that They did a similar thing with that okay symbol. Well, that started you know, the, out the, as an thing? that started out as an actual joke. Yeah, that's an a, that was an actual that joke. Was an a, well, but actually, now most it's of these for real. most of these were actual jokes, yeah. and then people fucking adopted them. Yeah, the thing is, the state. I think it's necessary for some nuance here. You have to separate the statement uh, uh, in and of itself of "it's okay to be white" with sort of the implication that you just described. You know what I'm saying? Because this person who was motivated enough to make a blanket size sign <laughs> over an overpass, which I can't even say without laughing, because it, it like it's it is goofy to me. It really is fucking. It's like really, dude. You're you're, you're gonna hang up an "It's okay to be white" poster because the thing is, though, is it like it is okay to be white, right? You know, it's as long as you're not doing any super embarrassing white people shit. You, you know, there's all there is to it. <laughs> like dancing? Dancing, going to clan rallies, all all that stuff. Okay. So, old-fashioned American fun right there. Yeah. yeah. 
we always look for the bigger stories. I chose this story because I think here's what I think this is. This movement is like kind of what reminds me of what comedy is all about. <laughs> is that in comedy yeah. we take something that you can't say. We take something that's kind of um, that shouldn't be said, but that's not totally true. And then we start poking. We we start sub, being subversive about it, and just kind of like f- testing the boundaries and showing the absurdity of it. So like in this, it really is okay to be white. And well, this is some white people shit, by the way. Is is to having enough time in your day to make this sign and hang it up? Like, it, and it, I think the, the it's a white guy move, right? Well, the principle is you can say that you're proud of your heritage unless you're white, and then people call you racist if you say I'm I'm proud to be white. Which is kind of it's kind of a double standard. It's not. It's it's. It, we're get, we're second, getting we're getting into a dangerous territory. But I think uh, yeah. for someone to be proud of of being white, like like as an Indian person, there are Indians that do sh- really shitty shit, and there are Indians that do you know that are good people. And you can say I'm proud to be Indian, and no one like no one's like, well, what about and all this other stuff that Indian people do? It's like, yeah, I, I get that. I'm not proud of that part of it. Um, so I think that's the that's the <laughs> what thing are you that's not kind of, of yeah. hold on I want to know about this what what are you not proud of the Indians do I, I'm sure there's a lot of there's a billion people there's a lot of stuff that happens that's not good I'm sure so um, maybe I mean, maybe your dancing isn't that good either right <laughs> um, actually I've seen those Bollywood movies they're fucking on point yeah but <laughs> that's where the that's where the the good thing point, that man. like society won't let you do and it's a there's a little it's a little hypocrite there's a little hypocrisy there's a little then there's a little subversiveness. Like, okay, you can't say you're proud you're white because that's that means you're racist. So what about it's okay to be white? And then it's like being subversive, and I like it. And I think it's I think the way you should handle it, and I think we, anyone should handle it, is you should always be like, you should not make a big deal. And if someone says it's okay to be white, just say even if they're in a white supremacist, say, yeah, I agree with that part. I agree with you. It's okay to be white. Then if they start saying stuff like there should be discrimination, then you're like, well, now I don't agree. Well, with and you. that's the thing that I think is interesting about this story is that. You have a situation where, because the statement in and of itself of just it's okay to be white, there's nothing really racist about that. It's being it's trolling. It's, it's like it's exactly it's what they wanted to do. Because the thing is, if if, if yeah. they put up a sign that said like I want to kill the Jews or or I hate blacks or you know Puerto Rican steel or whatever racist shit, yeah, then then that's where the discrimination and the, the article the hate comes from. The, the guy in the article explained it pretty well why it is a racist thing. Thing is, yeah, it was. No one's ever said that it was bad. We were never under attack. It's what it does. Someone's to see it and been like, "Yeah, my the whites are under attack." Like, yeah, it's okay. I should be proud. And it's like you never. Everything was fine. It's like you're, it's, it's it's a troll job, but it's a racist troll job to make people think that they're under attack. There is no one under attack. They never were. Yeah, that's kind of. And feel. that's what it. That's that's pretty much how I feel. And it's like the it's, only time I ever feel under attack is at certain Brooklyn open mics. But that's a completely <laughs> different topic. You know what I mean? I once made a joke at a, that I, I dated a girl who I found out after was an amputee. I didn't realize that she was. She was missing two fingers. If that's amputee, I don't know if there's like a, a limit to what an amputee is. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, how do you not realize? I, she hit it pretty right. well. And uh, it wasn't that long dating, but missing two fingers. And I said that once. But then her hand jobs were terrible. And I, like, I didn't okay, get that far, I'm... unfortunately. Then okay. I think I would have noticed. Actually, but... they were terrific. <laughs> <laughs> they all three. But uh, people seemed offended that I said that. They seemed like it, when I first started comedy, and I remember the room just silent, and I could feel people were like, "They're offended so, at what part?" That I was pretty. Much, the joke was that you know I'm a very uh, I, who cares if she's an amputee, but it does kind of hurt that she's the one who ended the relationship. It hurts when you're 
the one dumped by an amputee. And uh, <laughs> and these were like kind of like, so who cares which dumps you? You know, it's like good for her. And they're right, yeah, I'm, it's a joke. But uh, I never, I buried that joke. I only restarted using it like again recently. And uh, yeah, it's doing still okay. not. No, doing no, it. no, it's doing better. Oh, okay, okay. Because so I guess people know me more. But I guess yeah. it came off. Well, that sometimes when you you'll go back to an old old bit. Um, and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm good enough to do this now. You know, there, there's that kind of yeah. thing. But as far as the outrage goes on the it's okay to be white thing, I'm very, very torn on this, Sandeep. I'm very torn. Because on one hand, this guy, probably not a guy that I want to hang out with. And, and and he also did sort of commit vandalism because he hung it on like a highway overpass, which you're not supposed to do. That's sort of a form of graffiti. Um, but at the same time, the action in and of itself is not actually racist you know what i mean i think this is how you beat trolling is that you don't overreact to stuff the whole point of them doing this is then you overreact and then you start then you're like defending the position well it's not okay to say okay it's okay to be white yeah. and that's not that's not a position you want to be in as a as a society yeah. as a as a as a society that believes in free speech you don't want to start doing stuff that then you can easily look absurd and i think you if someone says it's okay to be white and they're white, you just say, yes, I agree, and you don't re- react to it. This isn't really a free speech. I mean, it is a free speech issue, but also the thing is, again, he 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 hung a thing in a public area, so it's sort of graffiti, like, it's sort of graffiti and vandalism, so it's not really free speech. It, there is, you can make the case that he committed a crime, regardless yeah. regardless of the statement on, you know, the, 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 bl- the blanket could have been like, you know, go local Lincoln High School uh, Lions or fucking no, fuck whatever. Fuck people who do that, too. I hate people who do that. And, and, Pride and, and, in your high school sports. And it, and it would Terrible. still, it, it would, <laughs> Matt's like, I'm drawing the line now. Yeah, okay, no, like white, <laughs> white, white supremacy is one thing, okay? But you fucking leave JV sports out of this. You rooting for the yeah. Bulldogs is a totally different thing. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that's kind of where I'm in this stand I, I I'm really fucking torn on this one, man. I really am. I don't know. What do you What, what do you think? I I, I want I want to hear a little bit more before I make a final call. Oh, I I think it's fake outrage, and I think to when okay. you when you give real outrage to this, you actually you you're proving their point, kind of. You're sort of proving their point. I think when anyone any white supremacist group says something. You should you should agree with the with what you can agree with. So you're saying it takes it takes the power out of it. Um, yeah. It 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 it, infl- it inflames people less. Um, it like the whole idea here is that if white people who are young and impressionable feel that people are shitting on them for being white, it makes them more likely to join these groups. Um, but if you yeah. ma- if you make sure you don't ever send the message that you think white people should apologize for being white. So you're saying that then you then you take the you take their air out of it. You take their their message. And I think it's the it's the right message. It is okay to be white. We shouldn't ever try to act like that's not an okay thing to Thank say. Thank you Indian guy for saying that it's okay to be white. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. <laughs> so you're saying that they put this sign up with the intention of sparking what people felt was legit outrage to kind of prove their point. So well, that's the whole campaign so, so, so was started. The this vote. whole this whole trolling campaign that was started in 2017. That's the whole point. So of the, the whole, whole way to fight back against this, weirdly enough, is to, just to call this fake outrage. Yeah, to not be get triggered by it because they're not okay. that that part of it. Like, if a white supremacist says something, evaluate what they're saying and and try to agree with what what you what you can agree with them on. It it, it f- helps find some common ground. It radicalizes everyone else less. Yeah. Mm. That worked out well for the Jews in Germany too. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that whatever their complaints were, I don't know what their complaints were against the Jews. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't fans. We've already been over it, guys. It was the, the bread. Pro- yeah, it was the if, bread. It was whatever the flour. The, whatever, the, whatever <laughs> if they were saying anything that you couldn't argue with, be like, yes, I agree with that. And then, then when they start, 
start saying, but then we should round them up and put them. Then you'd be like, oh, well, hold on. Yeah, wait, wait, hold that's on. That's how it starts. Ixnay. It's like you got to be careful. Ixnay on the genocide A there, buddy. Ixnay to the anagide. Uh, I, I don't know. Anaside J? Anaside J. Anaside J. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard to draw the line. I think when it's, someone says it's okay to be right, I don't. I don't think it's that. That's hard to to say. That's don't react well, to that. And you know the funny, funny part is it like okay, just the word okay. It, 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 that's a very neutral state of being. If now if the person would have said it's better to be white, that's when you have a problem. Boom. Or if the person would have said it's worse to be white, it's also a problem. Because that'd be racist in the other direction. But the thing is, oh, right, right, the, yes. the okayness of it w- was meant to be like an on-purpose neutral statement. To me, it's well, a very, yeah. it's <laughs> subversive, it's trolly. I, yeah. I, I think they're doing a good. I think that's what comedy is. Also, is like finding the thing that you can't say, but actually, if you think about it, is not wrong. You okay, know? I'm on board. Uh, Matt, how do you feel about this? Uh, do you I'm think never... it's okay to be white? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll be outraged, I guess, because I'm, uh, I don't know. It's kind of alt-righty, I guess. This is like, that's it is a little bit. It's kind of a little bit Those of that. guys rely on troll jobs to be kind of, and they're just, oh, we're just trolling, we're just joking, huh? And then afterwards, it's kind of like, but, you know, honestly, kill the Jews, though. I mean, it's like, yeah. that's the thing. They kind of use memes and. <laughs> well, this is the same city, by the way, Boston, because right outside Boston, that, that actually went through with the straight pride parade. Which oh, my again, God, yeah. I, I couldn't stop laughing when I read that that was a thing. So I'm like, what what are they going to possibly, like, what, what are you defending at a straight pride parade? Like, really, fellas? I would actually, I'm not, I wasn't for it, but I would love to watch the straight pride parade. I want to see these people. Doesn't it seem like a train wreck just waiting to happen? It's a total train wreck. Oh, my God, yeah. And honestly, I mean,. But honestly, the only thing I hate going to, not because I hate them, but I was there before, and it's just so crowded, is that gay pride parade. My God, is there a lot of people. Not good to be in the city that day. It's just too crowded. And so I'm, and it was funny. I don't think the straight pride parade had that problem. <laughs> I no, so. I feel like the straight pride parade. And by the way, if you're trying to defend your straightness, what's a gayer way to defend that than having a parade? Than a parade. <laughs> you know? Parades Let's are- all wear matching shirts and show how not gay we are. Like, come on. <laughs> Parade, parades are the lamest thing. You are, yeah, that is, anyway. Oh, it's March. I hate so, parades. So two to one, fake outrage on that one. And now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Matt Fishman, is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Yeah, this is this neighborhood. I wanted to get some cupcakes. I had some cupcakes on the way here. I couldn't find a bodega. I had to go to a. You're in New a, York I had City. To go to a Dwayne Reed. I didn't know. So Wait, I had, Matt, I, what are you there's doing? There's a Dunkin' Donuts right at the. Wait, well, no, 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 I no. didn't see it. No, <laughs> no, no bullshit. What are you doing directly after this podcast? Uh, going home probably. Okay. There's a kick-ass bakery yeah. right near the Bedford L stop. Yeah. I was thinking about getting myself some cheesecake. They probably have cupcakes too. I'll you join you. I don't know if I'll have trip. anything. But no, because I'd pay. The reason why I was outraged is because it was like you know, these Hostess cupcakes you get for a buck at a bodega. I had to pay a buck forty nine. Oh my god, fifty percent more. It was just too. It was, oh, um, and that, that is one thing that that the Jews and the Indians, you two, have yeah. in common is uh, is 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 overall thriftiness. I, I like out oh, the entire time. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not really Jewish. Blah blah. blah. By the way, it's fucking fifty cents on this cupcake though. <laughs> <laughs> just shot it all. To, I torpedoed it all to hell. Just now with that. God yeah, you damn went it. More than a half an hour without reinforcing stereotypes, and then you just came crashing all the way down. Well, come on. Let's let's look at any tourist from anywhere, from Midwest <laughs> bumble folks come, come, come to the city. They'll say the same thing. God damn it. It's expensive here. It's like, oh, I think now you know where the New York Jews get it from. We live here. Yeah. We know. That's why we have that stereotype. It is just a very pricey place. All so right. I guess I'm so outraged about that. Outraged <laughs> about individual neighborhood inflation in New York City. Yes. That is a very specific outrage. Although I gotta say, I'm not outraged. It's hard to be mad. We're such in a, a beautiful apartment, Sandeep. I can't get enough of it. I'm sorry. It's so nice up here. How how 
how Jewish and white? Oh, how Jesus Christ! I'm how white, white Jewish the is the complaint of I wanted cupcakes, but they were too expensive? No, they weren't too expensive. They were just fifty cents more expensive. Right? Yeah. They weren't like marked up. So yeah. it's it combines whiteness and Jew- Jewishness in such a nice bow. And such a nice, delicious, delicious bow yeah. <laughs> to want cupcakes. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell? And I and I was gonna throw my the guy was like, there'll be this much. I was gonna throw the quarters in his face, but I decided not to because that'd be wrong. That would have been so rude. I mean, Imagine that those guys probably that. take abuse from late night drunk morons. Like, oh my god! He, yeah, I, I I talked to a guy working at a bodega, and he was like, "How much is?" It? I didn't ask, by the way. He just told me how much his job sucked. He was like, <laughs> "Apparently, the local precinct keeps sending." That I guess they have officers that look young. Like, like you look young, you're going to be the person that will try to bust bodegas that who sell to underage. Oh, and like Lucy's not shit. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "And if I do it, you know, I'm fine, like two thousand dollars. And if it's an actual." person i'm like you have to show me id they're drunk off their ass and they want to like beat the crap out of me so it's i don't oh, have to so deal with that shit. He, hard place yeah so late at night yeah. he's like and i'm like okay then it was really uncomfortable so i stopped going to that bodega because i didn't want to you know talk to him anymore yeah <laughs> i'm like well that was awkward and i'm god gonna go to this other the, bodega now god bless the bodega workers or whatever yeah. god anybody worships uh bless the bodega workers of new york and uh you're gonna stop going there we're gonna stop this episode that's a good place to put a bow on it with uh, Hostess Cupcake Outrage. That, that's a good place to end. Thank you for listening. You can email us and tell us about good places to find cheap bodega baked goods at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. On Twitter, Fake Outrage Rep. And if you have 30 seconds of your life, give us a five-star review on that there iTunes. Pretty, pretty please. And you can, of course, follow Matt Fishman online at... Uh, on Instagram, on a Matt Fishman is okay. Twitter, just <laughs> at Matt Fishman. <laughs> I, I love that fucking Instagram handle. But before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen... Any parting thoughts? I found the solution. Instead of uh, strapping pigs, uh, they should do strap uh, cisgendered straight white males. Oh, see, then no one will be offended. That, yeah, exactly. (laughs) 